0: What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And on today's episode, we'll be breaking down the upcoming game against the Cavs, who's on the injury report, who's not. We'll also be diving into the mailbag. You already know, Saturday episodes are mainly built around your guys' voicemails and texts. We got a lot of them in this week. So we're gonna get into that right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, first, we have uh, Alice Caruso and DeMar DeRozan listed on the injury report for tonight's game. Now, both of them are more more than likely going to play than not play. So that is a a upgrade. We definitely need DeMar DeRozan after seeing how last game uh, went. And AC, it's it's not even the wrist with AC, it's the back. So, um, you know, hopefully you know, they, they've had enough time to rest up. Hopefully, you know, this game doesn't re-aggravate anything because that's the key thing. We're going to need everybody healthy towards the end of the season. Well, we're at the end of the season. We're going to need everybody healthy by the playoffs so we can get healthy. And we don't want to have any nagging injuries if they can be avoided. Now, I know Bulls Nation is really tired of losses, and I know that they more so want to see everybody play than not so that we can avoid uh, get any more losses, and I understand that. But at the end of the day, health is the most important thing. Health is key. Um, even for a playoff run. And we know the Bulls are guaranteed to have a postseason in some type of way. So because of that, you know, you really want to see everybody uh, get healthy. We'll see how they manage their minutes, what Billy Donovan does to the rotation because of it. We'll see all that in tonight's game. And speaking of tonight's game, the Bulls face the Cleveland Cavaliers, and this is a team that matches up pretty well against us. We know that this is a team that can go off, that is punched well above their their uh, what they were predicted to do going into the season. And the and the Bulls season and the Cavs season has really mirrored each other in opposite ways, right? How the Bulls started off very hot. The Cavs were playing well early on as well. The Cavs are playing much better basketball, I would say, than us at this current uh, point in time. So you definitely don't want to overlook the Cleveland Cavaliers Now, Vooch was able to take advantage of his size advantage over Mobley. How does Mobley um, in this game, um, you know, try to avoid that if if it can be avoided? Has he learned any more tricks and, and, and better tips to guarding Vooch Do we have a big output from Vooch again in this game? This may be the type of game that gets Vooch going. Well, Vooch has been playing pretty well. They didn't go to him in the second half of last game, which definitely played a part in why the Bulls lost by such a big margin. We'll see what goes on with that, what Billy Donovan does. We'll talk about Billy Donovan a little bit um, at the end of this with one of the voicemails. But overall, in this Cavs game, we're not going to spend a lot of time breaking it down because we know what the Bulls need to do. They need to execute on both sides of the ball. They need to play very well. They need to be focused. They need to, to, to not let the moment or anything else get to them. This Bulls team, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of good talk from players like DeMar, players like Zach, players like Io, even players like P. I need to see it on the court. We need to see it on the court. This Bulls team has nine games left to get their shit together before the play, playoffs come in or the play-in, whatever it ends up being. And with coming into the season – I think most people, the Bulls right now, they record-wise, are around where a lot of people expected coming into the season. But the Bulls played so well at the beginning of the season. The expectations rose. I want to see this team get back to being that team that they can be, that team that they show, that team that can execute on, offense, execute on defense. We know Lonzo isn't walking through that door. We know Lonzo Ball, and like I've been speculating, may not be available even in the playoffs. We can't just rest on that. This team needs to play better. This team needs to lock in. This team needs to... Get some—their heart heart is being questioned, right? Their heart is being questioned. And I need to see them respond with a statement game tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. By that, I did not say blowout game. I said statement game, meaning that they play as well as we can expect. And, and, And we just see where the chips fall. This team needs to get their shit together heading into the back half of the season because right now they're only showing that they are the pretenders that so many people thought they were going to be heading into the season. And as Bulls fans, we know, we've seen that this team can play so much better than what they have been. Hopefully that comes around. Does Billy Donovan do anything different with the starting lineup? Do we see Patrick Williams inserted? I just checked it. I didn't see anything as of this recording as far as changing anything uh, that way goes, but I would like to see it. Um, you know, And I've, I've always said that uh, you know, maybe next week, which it's Monday against the Knicks that we see something different, hopefully. But at the end of the day, this Bulls team needs to win this game tonight and be locked in. But that's it for the other ones. We are going to get into the mailbag. We have six voicemails today. Six voicemails that we're going to get into today. The first one is from Marvin.
1: Morning, A's, Marvin. Uh, Short and sweet. Uh, I did want to point out a couple of things. I think it's time for Billy Donovan to be held accountable. I know everybody knows this already, but it's probably one thing that's looming in my mind that I don't know if everybody told this. I don't remember if Billy Donovan ever got a technical file for this team. It's time for Billy to step up and at least take some responsibility, at least show some heart and care about the team. You're getting all these takes from DeMar trying to show something to the refs and Tristan Thompson. It's time for Billy Donovan to get it done. Chewing gum won't get it done, guys. We're struggling here recently. We got a must game to, uh, tonight against Cleveland. I think we can turn it around, but still, even in the turnaround, Billy needs to get a little angry. If it's not showing it towards the players, at least show something about the refs. I don't think we've been getting a lot of calls, and Billy's not showing much concern about that. Now, I do want to say the Bulls are on a stretch. That's real tough, guys, and I want us want us to pull through it. You know I try to stay positive, but I'm not too wary I wasn't expecting us to win the championship this year, but I'd like for us to play better. But I really am concerned about Billy's aggressiveness on taking up for the team. Let's see what he does tonight, guys. Let's keep our head up. Uh, I think we'll be all right. Uh, playoffs are a different animal. Hopefully, if we give one to two wins on the road, it can turn things around. But back again, I really want to see if Billy gets the technical if we get down. Plus, we need to learn how to stop these runs. That's what's killing the Bulls. So just to let all everybody know, let's see if Billy, if we get down, let's see what Billy does today. See if he gets a tech, just to show something and prove to show that he's really supporting the team. Take care,
0: guys. All right, Marvin, with uh, a statement that you hear a lot of uh, fans talk about right now, that is Billy Donovan, not you know sitting on the sideline chewing gum. Not uh, Marvin talks about specifically getting a tech, and the thing that I want to say is we have to be realistic and realize that certain people's personality types aren't just aren't that. Billy Donovan is not going to be the type of coach to get riled up and get attacked. That's just not him. So you 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 can't really to me you can't say oh we need to see how locked in how how because that's just not the type of personality. Some people, no matter what situation that you put them in, they're not going to dis- display passion in that way. And that's not how Billy Donovan does it. I don't think that we see Billy Donovan get attacked. I don't even think that that's something that that if you if you've watched Billy Donovan coach even from college, that's just not the type of personality he is. You can't expect somebody's personality to change. Um, so while Marvin, and I get it, Marvin's the, the, the motivator around here. Marvin the motivator, that's his new nickname, Um, but it's not going to happen from Billy Donovan. I think we're looking at the wrong things if that's what we're trying to get from Billy Donovan. I think if we want to see Billy Donovan locked in, Billy Donovan tired of the stuff, Billy Donovan trying to check this team, Billy Donovan trying to improve, it's all going to be in the court, in the way that they prepare, in the way that he runs a scheme, those type of things. It's not going to be the rah-rah, getting a tech, getting in in ref's ears, pacing up and down the sideline, screaming at people. That's just not who Billy Donovan is as a person. Now, I'm not excusing that, I'm not saying that I wouldn't like to see a coach that gets riled up. We just have to be honest and identify what type of personalities that we have. And that's not in Billy Donovan's personality type. And he's way too old to try to change now. Not to say that we may not ever see Billy Donovan get riled up if it's a super egregious call or anything. But it's just not going to happen in the way that I think Marvin and some other Bulls fans hope that is going to happen. I just don't think Billy Donovan has that type of personality. Let me know down below if you think I'm wrong. Um, Let me know if you also agree with Marvin. I I would love to see Billy Donovan get riled up like, like Tibbs used to or something like that. Just don't think that he has that type of personality to type. We got our first of two voicemails from Shay. This first one we're going to go ahead and play now.
2: Hey, hey, what's up? This is Shay. You know, I was thinking, you know, I was talking to Pat the Designer yesterday, and he said that the reason what happened in both of the games that we lost against uh Sacramento Kings and uh Milwaukee Bucks is that we got open shots, but they didn't necessarily hit them. I think the real problem is that we have. This is the personnel that we have. Think about it. We're telling guys like Kobe White and uh, Derrick Jones Jr. and, to a certain extent, Troy Brown Jr. to be catch-and-shoot players. Well, really, they're not catch-and-shoot. They're not catch-and-shoot type of players. They're more scores. Think about it. I realized that with Troy Brown Jr., He's more of a scorer, somebody that can get their own shots, drive to the basket, and shoot threes from time to time. Same with Kobe White. I think we have the wrong personnel, and I think that we're just kind of using them a little bit wrong, along with Vucevic. Anyway, tell me what you think.
0: I'm out. Shay brings up a very—this is a very—hey, Shay. this may be your best voicemail yet. Talking about personnel not being used correctly. Um, and that's one of the things that we've seen over the course of the season with players having to play roles that they weren't coming into the season expecting to play, is that we, Billy Donovan is not using them in a way that is maybe even that he would have hoped to use them coming into the season or when everything was going right or if everybody was healthy. Now, when you look at the way that this bench is, when you say like uh, Troy Brown Jr. is a scorer, I got to disagree with you there. I think, he, I think he can develop into a shooter, but a scorer, a scorer to me is different. Scorer is someone who puts the ball on the floor and gets it done multiple ways. I don't think Troy Brown Jr. has displayed that, at least to me. Guys, let me know what you think. As far as Troy Brown, I think that we do have a lot of players that can be defensive-minded, but get you some offense, especially in transition. One of the things with this bench that I think, outside of Kobe White, who is a scorer, um, an inconsistent one, but he's a scorer, outside of like really Kobe White, this bench is always going to be more dangerous if you can get out in transition, if you can get in those pass lanes, force turnovers, get rebounds, and then push the ball, push the break, because we have a dangerous team, especially when you're looking at those bench people. People, I know outside of Tristan, who can run the floor some as well, but the Bulls' bench offense, specifically that bench offense, and maybe their offense overall, if we're just being honest, is so much more dangerous when they're getting out in transition. I've said it before. Look at the intro video that I have. Look at how many of those baskets and those highlights come from transition. This Bulls team is dangerous when they get out in transition, especially those bench players who aren't necessarily the best scorers, um, but they have some ability to shoot, some ability to put the ball in the floor, some ability to to, to leapers that we have. Um, I think that if the Bulls can get out and get in transition, but the key thing is you have to play defense, you have to rebound. Those are two things we have not seen the Bulls do very well. But Shea, you've you've brought up a very good point on the Bulls bench, maybe not being used to their specific skill set in their best abilities let's go ahead and move into the next one this one is from ricky and he's about to go off
1: hey this is ricky Carroll. luke is one luke is the biggest goddamn problem that we have man we got point guards going on and laying the ball up he don't jump he don't help out on defense he is one of the biggest problems you can watch films and you can see well guards point guards is taking his ass to the basket he get right to the heat, dribble, 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 and get to the back and then pass the damn ball off. On point guards, man. That's him and Billy's fault. Billy, Billy needs to tell him to do more. It is boots fault. He's a great big reason why the Bulls are where they at. They make eight and ten points run on him because he don't play no damn defense. You can talk all that boost talk you want. He is the biggest problem. Him and the damn coach. Peace. All right, Ricky talks
0: about Vooch. Here's the thing that I want to say to you Ricky and I hope that you watch this, this full video and listen to this full episode is that what you described sounds like guards blowing by or getting past their primary defender, the point of attack defender, which is our which is IO Caruso, uh Zach Levine, and then it's putting Vooch in a in a bad position. I'm not ever going to be one to say that Vooch is a, is a great defender. He's not. Vooch does something solid defensively in certain stretches in certain games, but the, what you talked about specifically with point guards the center should never be the one to, to guard guards very heavily unless he's being switched on them, which they do a pretty good job of making sure Vooch doesn't get switched on guards. What you have described, at least to me in this video, sounds like the 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 point guards or the guards are getting by their primary defender, and then Vooch maybe isn't making the the right decisions. But this is not all on Vooch. Anybody who says and looks at this basketball team and says all of the Bulls' problems or even the main Bulls' problems are on Nikola Vucevic, to me isn't watching basketball correctly. Vooch is an issue. Not, to, not Again, his defense is an issue, but that's why team construction is a, is a thing. That is why Lonzo and Patrick Williams were originally designed to be on that court with Nikola Vucevic, because they do help cover up some of Nikola Vucevic's defensive issues. Now, with that being said, you said something like Vooch doesn't jump enough. You know, and that may be Vooch trying to avoid the foul call. Vooch uh, does get some blocks. Uh, one thing that I will say is that when a guard does blow by, I would like to see Vooch, you know, maybe do something or move a little bit quicker. to stop them from getting complete penetrating deeply, but Vooch doesn't have the best lateral quickness. Like th- these are all things that are just physical limitations of Vooch. Now, the jumping thing, he doesn't really need to jump very high against guards. Like this, he's just not that type. But I will say that I agree with once the they get past the guard, once the guards get past our guards and get into penetration, I would like to see some better defense. Absolutely. That one's from Ricky Carroll. Let's go ahead and get into now our second. Voicemail from Shay.
2: What's up, Hayes? This is Shay. You know, I was on the Windy City Breeze podcast—well, not podcast show—this morning, and they had talked about how AK and Nikola Jokic has a great relationship. And Pat said that he doesn't believe that European players leave their team. Now, that is true to some extent, but what what would you say to having Nikola Jokic on this team now? I don't want to get rid of Busevich, but like if AK was to were to talk him into coming over here, would you be upset at all? Or nah, not really. Anyway, tell me what you think.
0: Please. All right. Shea is this is something that Bulls fans have talked a lot about. This is something that any time I have a live stream and we talk about deals, talk about the offseason, Jokic comes up. And what you just to answer your question, though, how do I think about I would love Jokic on the Bulls. I think that it's it's highly – I don't think people really realize how highly and it is, not because of a lack of connection to A.K., not because of any of that, but just because of the way that the salary cap works. when you look at it. Um, yes, Nikola Vucevic's contract comes off uh, at the end of next offseason, but that doesn't translate to that amount of money immediately becoming available to offer to a free agent. Keep in mind, when you're signing free agents, you have to bring them in the cap space or you have to do a sign-in trade. So with, with the Jokic thing and the conversation that happens there, I think that that's, I don't know how likely that is, right? I don't know how, how likely it is that Jokic, um, as far as like the, the conversation with Pat, the designer, my co-host over on Locked on Bulls, uh, he's right. Uh, European players, if you look at it, they don't leave their teams very often uh, here once they get here. Now they do leave, right? There are some, some uh, expectations of that, but a player of that whole team is built around Jokic. And I don't think Denver is going to let him walk very easily. Like, and I don't think they're going to trade him. I think uh, Denver will try their best to resign and he would literally have to walk away from some money him to go because keep in mind also if you sign with a team that's not your own, you, you your max changes in that way, you don't get that same amount of money. So, um, you know, I, I think it's unlikely if it does happen, AK would be the one to make it happen and get creative to make it happen. It remains to be seen, I guess we'll see what happens with that. But as far as how would I like his fit on this team, Jokic would instantly transform this team into a even when they're even when they're playing the best, being a a playoff team to an immediate contender. If you pair Jokic with with Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, Patrick Williams, if Kobe White's still coming off the bench, Io Desuma, if you bring him into this team, depending on what else they have, make them, and I don't, I don't, didn't mention DeMar DeRozan just because we don't know what DeMar's going to be, but even with DeMar DeRozan and Nikola's pa- passing and the things that they can do, listen, that becomes, Nikola, I mean, not Nikola, Jokic isn't the fastest player, right? It changes what we can do as far as the, um, The fast break part of it, the in-transition part of it, but it would make us such a dangerous half-court team that we would be instant title contenders. Let me know what you guys think down below if you agree or disagree. Let's get
3: into the next one. This one is for Maurice. Yeah, this is Maurice again. I got to commend you on your analytics of Patrick Williams. I consider him a young stud who will, will get better. He's only 20 years old, so he has to get better. And now that he's getting confidence, that's all he really needed was confidence. I think he got it. I think somebody told him that he needs to fucking be aggressive. I think he'll he'll show that from now, from here on out. Um, all those haters that want to say trade Patrick and, uh, and whoever Kobe, no, they're the young. They're there to the bench. If you get an, if you get another another power forward. Just, just a minor power forward to back up Patrick Williams. Keep Kobe on the bench. You got Io and keep him on the bench as well. Yes, you can do a lot of things. Um, Alonzo Ball, I gotta, I, I can't wait for him to get back because he controlled everything. He was one of the best passers on the team, and without him, the Bulls lost a step and a step in the NBA means a lot. All right, and Maurice talks about
0: uh, – he brings up Patrick Williams and my analy- ana- analytics – analyzation? Is the analyzation a word? Uh, but anyway, me uh, in talking about Patrick Williams, and I think it's clear. I know, I know people focus so much on the scoring aspect of Patrick Williams and what he does, the metrics-wise, on how how what his, how his the person he's guarding scores less when he's guarding them is, is key. Um I do want to see Patrick Williams' offense continue to develop. I do want to see him get more aggressive there. But Patrick Williams has a very high ceiling for this Bulls team, and it just depends on if he's actually going to reach that ceiling or not. That all remains to be seen. We'll see if it does happen or doesn't happen. But, you know, Patrick Williams I'm very high on. And then also this the key thing, more than us, more than any fans being high on it, this front office is high on Patrick Williams, and he, they're not giving up on him anytime soon. Let's get into the last voicemail for today, and this is one from Edwin. He talks about a lot of what Bulls fans are thinking, right?
4: Hey, what's up, Hayes? This is Edwin from Brooklyn. Now, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think I was the first person to leave a voicemail. So I just want to mention that. Um, but uh, with that, I've been enjoying the show. I've been listening to other people's voicemails. It's been great, so um, keep it up. Now, what I want to talk about when it comes to the Bulls is, I honestly, like, I think all we really need right now is, to stay out of the playing game, as long as we can stay out of the playing game, I'm very, I'm not, I'm pretty happy with that. And if we can get like five games of us being healthy under our belt before the playoffs start, that'll be great. Just to get the chemistry up up and running again, get Lonzo's legs under him a little bit. Caruso, Patrick Williams gonna have a, a great couple of games to get his leg under him, get back into the rhythm a little bit. And once we get out of the season and we're not a playing team and they had some games together, then, you know, this, a break, a little couple days, I don't know how long it is, but it's like a day or two and every, in between every playoff game, you get a little break. So I feel like we'll be able to practice, we'll be able to, you know, figure it out and we'll have a, you know, a good chance of getting out of the, you know, getting out, getting out of the first, second round and maybe third round, who knows, you know? But, Um, Yeah, that's what I want to say. That's all I care about. Five games healthy is all I'm asking for. And stay out of the playing tournament. That's all I'm asking for from the basketball gods. Please. (laughs) That's what I need right now. Thank you, H. All
0: right, Edwin, can the Bulls get it together before the playoff? With nine games left, eight after today, the more and more that we get away from how we were playing, the less and less is likely, right? the Bulls are in a stretch full of, right now, the next four games are very winnable games. I, hell, I've been saying the last five games, but they lost to the New Orleans Pelicans. Right now, the Bulls can lose to anyone. They can beat anyone. And the losing to anyone is is being more evident than the Bulls being able to win against anyone. Three and, three and ten since the All-Star break is not going to cut it. So we need to see this team tighten the fuck up and get their shit together before we head into the playoffs for us. Not only for the fans to rebuild faith in them for them to rebuild faith in themselves and for them not to be taken as a joke heading into the playoff. That's all, that it, that's all that it boils down to. This team needs to man the fuck up and we need to see better output from this team overall. From everyone, from, from the top player to the bottom of the bench player, everyone needs to be held accountable. Billy Donovan needs to be held accountable as well. I, I kind of didn't talk about Billy as far as being held accountable. He needs to be held accountable very much so for how this team is playing. And I'm telling y'all right now, I think he's definitely going to get another season. It's not a question of Billy Donovan is going to be fired this season no matter what happens. They're going to give him a chance with a hopefully fully healthy roster to run it back and to make some improvements. They're definitely going to make some improvements in the offseason also. But don't be surprised if we have another season that ends in the way that this one did. Billy Donovan is of it. Period. Point blank. There's no other way around. But that's it for me for today, guys. We got game day. We got a pregame post. Pre game, halftime, hangout, and post game, if I can say them in the correct order, which you guys have been getting on me about all tonight. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod Lastly, if you want to leave us a text or a voicemail like you heard today, the number to do so is 773 270 2799. Hey, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on the podcast side, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, like, I mean, uh, um, Leave a rating for the podcast as well. Let's do some of that. Let's leave a rating for the podcast. I don't have enough ratings for the amount of listens that I get. So leave a rating for the podcast as well. But that's it for me for today. See red, don't be red. Go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace, y'all.
2: This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.